Okay, so since I sound like a garbage disposal this fucking episode, <laughs> y'all gonna have to deal with it because I got garbage sick on my disposal. birthday. <laughs> LOL. Like a garbage disposal. Um, I got sick on my birthday trip, not from the plane. I just slept under, underneath an AC vent and then um, in my sleepy time meds, I didn't wake up. So I just woke up and everything got dried out. And then my body was like, ha ha, fuck you. And then you missed a golden opportunity. So. And I'm kind of sad. Um, to what? Fill it in. Cause, Do it. Because you were, you, you could have made a joke. Like, I'm sick uh. of all these people on this airplane. That's what made you sick. And I'm kind of a little sad that you didn't take but that I, opportunity. But I didn't get sick on the airplane. I got sick from the AC blowing in my face. No, I know. But it happens. Just, you could have just made a joke about being sick of all the people on the airplane. But no. Well, I'm sick of you. So. That, that, that's close enough. <laughs> That'll have so, to suffice. <clears throat> I have to tell one story, though. Yeah. Give me. Give me I all did. of the stories. I got, I got one small story. Because, like, nothing oh. bad. Nothing, hap- nothing bad happened on the trip. Well, um, it was first. All, yeah, it was all good times, all great times. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like right, like nothing fucking bad. What bad? Like no, it was really good. We had a great time. I ate. I probably put on 10, 15 pounds. I shit Hell you yeah. the, the fuck Enjoy not. Your foods. I, oh, I did everything I wanted. I ate. I was constantly stuffed the whole entire time. And then one morning we woke up like like floated bloated fat turds. And then one of the guys was like, "Do you want to do a cleanse? Like a like a Ew. spinach spinach." Uh, mango cleanse and I was like please god <laughs> that's so what weird why is that weird weird it's just like do eating wanna, something do you, wanna, light. do you wanna go on a cleanse do you wanna do, do, a, do you wanna do a cleanse that's cleanse? what I think of like I think of like this tiny little Hollywood blonde that's I'm gonna take a cleanse every time I hear that that's all I think of I mean that's what it is yeah okay anyways anyways one one really funny thing happened on the trip and i'm a little bit traumatized even Uh, though it was even though it was fucking funny i'm like what the fuck is going on sweet boy alex this yeah the the sweetest boy he's so sweet like i was like legitimately sick and i wanted to like not succumb to the sickness because like if i wanted to go back home i didn't want them to come back with me because we were like out in milwaukee right so i was like they were like do you want to go back home and i was like honestly i don't like i want to keep staying out here drinking like i want to keep hanging out and like exploring milwaukee and i don't want to go home but holy fuck i don't feel good like my throat hurts so bad so we go to a bar that had like 48 things on tap and then he was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna drink this beer and then i'm gonna go find you some like cough drops for your throat and i was like you're so sweet you were just the kind really of amazing nice. human being. Yeah. And so he's like, I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, it's fine. You stay here. I'm just going to go to the gas station right down the road and get you some cough drops. And he's so funny because he comes back with the cough drops. He goes, yeah, there were also like three other like cough drops with honey in them. I didn't think that like that'd be even worth mentioning because you're allergic to honey. I was like, God, somebody, God, somebody needs to wipe you up. So. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet boy! <laughs> He's so sweet. Aww. So, th- so this is what he does to me. I'm in, I'm in the office. I'm in, yeah. I'm in Hunter's office, sleeping on the air mattress, right? Okay. And so I'd open the door, and I was just laying down, and I don't, I think I was just waking up or whatever. But he's standing in the door talking to me, and I'm laying on the, on the, on the air mattress on the floor, and all of a sudden, he, we're, we're on like day three, day three, day four, okay. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just he starts to like wind up his body to do something, right? And he like picks his foot off of the floor and he's like winding up backwards. But but all I see is him pointing his ass towards me. And I'm like, 
Is he about to like shit his pants or <laughs> fart in my direction to assert his dominance over me right now? What the fuck is happening? Like, all I see is just his ass. And I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to shit his fucking pants right now to like assert his dominance. What is going on? But then finally he releases his unwinding and he does a whip. Like yeah. he whips. Yeah. And I look at him and I have the most like outlandish look on my face. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I thought you were going to shit your pants at me. I thought you were just going to fucking rip one to just fucking just in response to whatever I just said. I was like, dude. And so he starts losing it. He like oh, lays Christ. on the floor crying, laughing. He's like, why would you think I would do that? I was like, I don't know. I don't know if like you finally just snapped and you were just going to fucking fart and just that's how men assert their dominance. I don't fucking know. Like, I was like, okay, <laughs> it's finally happening. Like, he's gonna fucking shit his pants, and that's how he's doing it. This is how it got went down. This is the end for him. This is what happens. I, I, was, like, I was like, I was like, I'm, I was gonna be so upset, but I was like, man, I'm so proud of you. You're oh, gonna God. shit your pants. Zero to a million. <laughs> he was committed. I, I was like, holy so for the rest of the trip anytime that he was like getting upset or something i was like shit your pants about it assert your dominance over it i, I don't know just do that oh my god so anytime he like started to whip i was like are you gonna shit your pants what are you doing oh i think i tore something oh, no. oh my god so that was that was Bless the highlight him. Bless you. <laughs> And he was like, I would never. He's like, I would never fart in front of anybody ever. And I was like, I didn't fucking know. I didn't know, man. I didn't know if you were drunk off mimosas. Right. But like, yeah, he would never. so funny. God bless. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. So. You want to hear some crazy shit that happened to me? So, yeah. So that was. were gone? Right. So you apparently have some shit going on because I was yeah. ready to just fucking leave Milwaukee and fly yeah. fly to you to Which is figure so sweet. out. I was ready. I was so I wasn't nice. even drunk. I was like, who's messing with you? I'm not <laughs> fucking tolerating this shit because only I do it. God. And it was so it was it got to the point where Gary was like, I can't beat them up because that's not fair. But how do how do we make this stop? What do we need to do? Like, I that's, OK, that's. That's easy. It's just you need to antagonize the person to where they punch Gary and it hurts right. them more because that's how Correct. it works. I yeah. still have a dent in my shin because of that mm-hmm. asshole, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> can't confirm, can confirm. Okay. Don't don't kick my husband; it won't end well. No. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So how do, how do I even approach this? So, okay, day right. one. Okay, day all one. right. So day day one, we hire someone new at the place that I am employed. Everything is fine. I think they're a little weird. It's it's a girl. I think they're. I think she's a little weird. Um, that's it. I'm like, that's fine. We hire fucking weird people. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, right. All of us are weird. That's fine. Third. Fast forward to the third time I meet this person. Uh, let's just to make my life easier. Let's call them uh, Cassandra because that's a fun I, name in my brain. I hate that name, but go You're ahead. You're welcome. It's cool. <laughs> so, so so Cassandra Cassandra, Ugh. um, has been telling people. That she's gonna make me fall in love with her. Uh, <gasps> fucking dead ass telling people that I work with, I'm gonna make Zoe fall in love with me. You're fucking married. What is right. her problem? Right. So, so 
Uh, third time, third time I'm meeting her. Because, like, anytime she says that to anybody, especially, like, all the kids that I have, like, worked with for a long time, they're like, no, right. no, you're not, bud. No, you're not. No. No, no. So, I'm with myself, my direct manager, um, another team lead, and someone who used to do the job that I did. Or someone who does the job now that I used to do. Okay. So, there's, like, four or five people. All of these people have known me for a year plus, at least. So, Cassandra comes up to where I'm standing with all of these humans and leans her little face on something and looks me dead ass in my fucking eyeballs and says, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. Solid fucking eye contact the whole time. The balls. So either, I'm no, like... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Either, either she's ballsy or she's really fucking stupid. Correct. I don't know what the fuck is happening. So I assume, okay, she's making a joke. That's weird. That's a weird it fucking has to joke. Be. It has to be. Weird fucking joke. So... I'm like, no, like the first words out of my mouth after that were, no, you won't. I'm married happily. I am happily married. Yeah. And she goes, no, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. And I went, I am happily married and into hot and heavy monogamy, my guy. You're not going to make that fucking happen because I'm not going to cheat on my husband, especially not with somebody like you. Oh. And then she, <laughs> and then she was just like, no, it's going to happen. To which I looked at everybody around me and went, that's fucking weird, and walked away. So everybody dispersed because they also were like, that was fucking weird. Nobody thought anything of it because all of us were like, ah, it's just, it's weird, it's fine. Like, Zoe probably shut her down enough, it'll be okay. I didn't fucking shut her down enough, apparently. <gasps> so um, I have another person that I work with that, like, she and I are very similar, uh, very similar personalities, uh, oh, about the same not, in age, right? Like, not not this one, not, not this one, one like... different person. Uh, we we jive really well. No, no. So is this is this what? the chick that like makes the same jokes as you? And then I'm yes. just like, please, I don't need the both yeah. two of you. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I was referring yeah. to. No, okay. This is the girl that texted me and was like, "Hey, I got a question for you." And I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And she goes. Why did the golfer take two pairs of pants to the golf course with him? I swear to God on my life. Do you know the answer? No. In case he gets a hole in one. I swear to God. <laughs> I can't stand both of you. Yeah. Okay. So so that girl. The, the same one that I was with when the microwave broke. That girl. Yes. Okay, cool. So we're chilling. Everything's fine. I'm helping her do her job because she's getting a little overwhelmed. And then I end up uh, zoning a different department. This is a few days later. No, that's not even the next thing that happened. Excuse me. So that weird shit happened. I'm talking to one of the other people that I know pretty well that I work with. And like, I told them it, the situation. I was like, that's weird. And he goes, yeah, she said that she was going to make you fall in love with her. And I went, what? No way. No, you're lying to me. That's not real. Apparently that's real. This. She's been telling this. other people that. Um, and his response was, no, you're fucking not. I like Gary a whole lot. I don't think Zoe would do that, but I'd beat your ass for, for both of them. You're not going to do that. Which was cool. I was like, hey, man, thanks, bud. Like, thanks. fist bump, that's great. <sighs> I still think it's all a joke. I'm like, it's a little weird, but it, it's got to just be a fucking joke, right? So then a couple of days later, after that conversation happens, this girl comes into work. I am standing up toward the front end. Uh, she doesn't have her work uniform on, but she comes up to me in the tiniest, smallest little crop top I have ever seen. Like, titties out, basically. She has a new tattoo, and she's like, runs up to me, and she's like, hey, like, pushing her titties together. Like, look at my new tattoo. Oh. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. Good for you, man. Like, I, 
don't have any interest. And then my friend, microwave friend, is next to me and looks at me like, what the actual fuck just happened? Did that? Really? Really? I'm like, that's weird. I don't like that. That's a little uncomfy. So she goes and does her thing, like gets ready for work or whatever. And then a couple hours goes by and she's like, she keeps saying, Zoe, my love, and call, like saying shit like that to me. And I'm like, fucking quit it. Stop. Harassment. That's Stop harassment. Bro, that like, is harassment. What is fucking happening to me, right? Like, I have no idea because I don't get this kind of attention from people. That's never happened to me. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. And I just keep repeating, no, I'm married. I'm very happily married. Everything's fine. So at one point in the night, she's like, hey, come here. I need to give you something. And I'm like, I don't want anything. Thank you. I'm good. I w- I'm fine. I don't I'm good. like I don't I wouldn't trust her <laughs> to get within like five fucking feet of her. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. I don't want anything. So she takes it upon herself an hour later when I still haven't come to see her uh, to come and find me in the store. And she goes to reach for my name tag. <gasps> so i back the fuck up and i'm like don't touch me and she goes no i want to give you this and it's a little sticky note that she has written like cassandra heart zoe on and i'm like i don't fucking want that and her face completely changed and i was like i don't fucking want it go do your job and leave me alone so i can do mine be gone and then so like she looked like she was upset and then she went away but she proceeded to continue to try to talk to me the rest of the evening. And I was like, no, I'm done. I This is too much for me. Don't fucking look at me. Don't acknowledge me. Like, I, get away from me. So the next day, um, the girl that got her hired is here. Um, and I'm like, hey, Cassandra's fucking weird. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, let me tell you. So I explain the situation. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. This is never, I have never been in this situation. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about going to HR about it because I'm like, freak the fuck out. Okay. Like. This was the day I had texted Katie, lo and behold, fun facts, the Not night before. Me. With, yes, you. You. Me, Katie. Your face. Okay. You person, yes. <laughs> um, with a TikTok that was all about a, um, like, a just-in-case-I-go-missing kit, which they made, yes. which is fucking cool. But uh, that, of course, prompted the conversation of why do you need to make one of those? So here we are. I thought Here's that the, was weird. the end of it. Yeah, she's here we go. <laughs> she's going to murder you and wear your fucking skin. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. She might. She might look like, like, she might like the way my skin looks. I don't know. Here we are. So I'm telling this other girl, hey, that Cassandra kid you got hired is fucking weird. And here's why. And the girl that got her hired goes, oh, she's never done that before. And I went, that doesn't make me feel better. That doesn't make it better. That does not make that, me feel better. Oh, that my makes it worse. God. And then that she makes went, it well, worse. That's not true. She did that to a guy that she was dating at the previous job that we worked at. And I was oh like, that God. doesn't fucking also, make any of this better. Holy shit. So that's what I was like. I'm going to HR today. It's going to happen. Like, this is not all right. This needs to end. I'm not comfortable. I'm anxious. This is not okay. Unbeknownst to me, the girl that got her hired had texted her to let her know I was upset and very uncomfortable. Oh. So. Okay. So she comes in and I, I am like away from where she's at and another one of the team leads is aware of the situation because she and i were gonna sit and talk to the girl and then be like hey we need to go to hr this is a big thing so i had like my manager and my other team lead lined up to fucking talk right (sighs) the other team lead it nudges me and it's like she's fucking staring at you i was like what and she goes i can feel her eyes the moment she walked into the building she's fucking dead ass staring at you and i was like you're joking and i looked over and nope she was she was just waiting for me to look at her oh boy that was scary so then someone else needed my help right next to the girl so i had to go over there wait and wait. uh 
Wait. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Wait. Yes. Yep. What was she doing while she was staring at you? Staring at me. She was just standing there, staring like, at me across the store, like in the clothing section. Like what like, the fuck? So, so she was behind where the customer service place is, and I was over on a register opposite customer service. So right. she was just standing there, staring at me, just staring, not doing anything, not blinking, just fucking staring. When I tell you, when I so like everyone always says like. Why do you get so riled up about being stared at? That it's is creepy. exactly what I am talking about. Do not perceive me. Stop staring at me. Yes. It is the most fucking uncomfortable thing in the universe. That is what I'm talking about. Right. That has literally never happened to me my entire life. Like maybe 30 seconds, but this went on for several minutes. <gasps> I would have minutes. I <laughs> why did why did you not say take a fucking picture it lasts longer? Like because I, I was people were around me and I couldn't be incredibly mean because there were customers. Don't you have the earpiece where you'd be like, yo bitch? Yeah, she shouldn't have an earpiece in. Ah. So so so, uh, she gets all set up on her register, and I f- go to fucking run away because I don't want to be around <laughs> anybody. And <laughs> one of one of the other people is like, "Hey, Zoe, I need your help." And I was like, "God damn it!" Because it was the register right next to her. So I walk over, and I'm like, "Yes, how can I help you?" And then I go to do the thing, and then she she's like staring at me again, and she's like, "Zoe," I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, what can I do for you?" Yes, Cassandra, how can I help you on this fine fucking Tuesday? <laughs> And she she's holding a succulent and she goes to hand it to me and she says, I just wanted to let you know I was sorry that I made you uncomfortable. Um, That was never my intention. And it was all a joke. The whole thing was a joke. And I'm so sorry that I took it too far. It wasn't a fucking joke. It didn't feel like a fucking joke, mud. Did not feel like a fucking joke. So that's crazy. That's the craziest thing that I've ever had happen to me, ever. So, so um, has she left you alone? We worked that one shift in the same building, and that was it. And every time I got near her, it looked like she was about to bust into tears. So maybe, maybe everything will be okay. But it was the weirdest fucking experience of my entire life, and I don't, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased. So, because uh, I told her, I was like, buddy, I don't want any gifts from you. Uh, thank you for the thought. That was very kind. But just don't say shit that's weird and we'll be cool like don't be fucking weird i'm married i'm uninterested i have no interest in you whatsoever i'm good just leave me alone we're fine and that was it and i hadn't talked to her since so wow that was terrifying because I, I i have never never experienced someone doing that ever yeah yes like i'm i am i'm not good at hiding my how I feel about somebody um, very much. I'm not very good at that. And every time she would get near me and I'd be like, no, don't do leave me alone. Turn the fuck around. Go away. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how you can't pick up. I, I'm not I'm not having a good time. I'm right. not into how this. Many, this whole interaction how, makes me upset. How how many times does someone say, no, I'm not interested? Do you have to realize that this isn't a joke anymore? You're upsetting the person. Yeah. Yeah, because the first time it was like, that's fucking weird. But then every subsequent time after that, like, no, thank you. So that actual, that night, I called Gary, my husband, and was like, hey, I need you to come in to where I'm at work, please. And he was like, okay, yeah, give me like 15 minutes, I'll be there. And he shows up and he walks in and I'm just like, just fucking hug me. Like, that's all I want. And he's like, okay, this is weird. Are you okay? This has never happened before. And he knows the whole saga. So he was like, well... 
is she here? Which one is it? And then he he looks at her and he goes, oh, you could you could fucking take her. You'd be fine. I was like, not if she has big friends, Gary. Well, not if she has big friends. Right. Terrifying. Crazy. So It's unhinged. It's yes. weird. It's, it's very unsettling. weird. If someone does, like, jokes like that with someone you've known for years is different than someone you've met literally three times, maybe all combined 15 minutes. Yeah, that's weird. That's fucking weird. It's weird. It is weird. So, makes it's me weird. uncomfortable. But at this point, I've told management, they're all aware, so I'm safe. Everything is okay. There's cameras in every inch of the store. Everything has already been notated and taken care of. So, if anything else happens, a manager is aware, and it will be okay. I'm gonna be fine. It was just fucking weird. And I had to share with everyone. Because you can't act weird in a public space and not expect people to talk about it publicly. So, here we are. You let me know. Crazy. If you don't get the results that you want. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thanks. And I will fly down whenever you two are sharing a shift. That's so nice. And I will let her know where You're she so stands. Sweet to me. No, You're I so am sweet. I am so upset that she is doing this to you oh, that I will oh. actually fucking fly down there and make a point of like, <laughs> no. So the worst part, she has a boyfriend. Oh God. <laughs> what a fucking colossal piece of shit. Crazy crazy to me unhinged crazy because like there were several times i tried to use that as a back the fuck up like neither of us are single here man <sighs> so yeah that's you that's let me know crazy crazy experience you you let me know i will fucking fly down there in a weekend i'll make blake come pick me up from the airport <laughs> i will i It'll will literally fine. come yeah. down saturday morning and fly out sunday that's night so i swear to god on my life uh, it's gonna be fine but and yeah, I won't, the, I won't, I won't be mean, or I don't, I won't touch her. Won't you know? Well, yeah, no, it's yeah. not gonna. Oh, absolutely just, not. I will just. I have a plan in my head, and I am ready to execute it. That's and, so sweet. Thank you. Oh um, my god. Oh but yeah, my god. Just uh, moral of this story: Don't be a fucking creep. Um, <laughs> if you can't, if you can't read social situations enough to tell when you make someone uncomfortable, um, take what take their words at fucking face value. If they say you're making you're making this weird. That's not okay. Like, if someone says, you're making me uncomfortable, go away. Just take that to heart. Just trust them. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Great. You, I, let me know. You just, yeah, you I, just I will. I will. Absolutely. Keep me posted. Keep me posted. Absolutely. I will okay. let you know. Okay. Crazy. I, I'm so mad, but. Okay. It's, it's crazy. I literally, I wrote that in my, like, the first time it happened when she was like, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. I was like, that's fucking weird. I'm going to tell that story <laughs> on the show. And then here we are. <laughs> it has Did evolved so quickly into this big, long thing. Instead of it just being like a short segment. Did, did she say that she had a sexy voice, though? No. No, <laughs> no nothing like that. It, it wasn't even like, she's not even doing it right. She's just being weird. Like, if you're going to make me fall in love with you, you have to be you have to be really nice to me. You have to be really good at your job, if, especially if it's at work and she's not. Um, and you ha there's like a lot of checkboxes. Right. She doesn't fit any of the checkboxes. She's also like 20. No. No, no. So I'm, I'm oh, hoping she's, maybe she's, she's just like really awkward because she's young. Maybe that's it. I'm I th hoping. I think she, I think she like I think what it is is that it's like it's like the jail yard where she's pegged you as mm. like the top dog in the place. I mean, she's place. not wrong. And that, right, she's not. <laughs> I mean, I know that, and like that's why I'm friends with you. And like, <sighs> I think she just wanted you. I think it was one of those things of like punch the 
biggest person in the face to, and then you like submit uh, so like it's one of those things of like yeah. she wanted she wanted to be your number two she wanted to be your little lap dog she no. wanted she wanted you to Gross. praise her and be like and call her a good Gross. girl because she has a praise kid <laughs> i don't even do that to the people that do a good job i'm just like hey man you're fucking killing it keep it up i'm, I'm telling you she's got a praise kink <laughs> do it i don't want to bet <laughs> i won't i will not because that will just encourage this whole shit show <laughs> Could you imagine? Cut. No. Just, just praise her watch. Just, call, just whisper in her ear, good girl, and just watch her fucking melt on the floor. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like this narrative. No, thank you. Oh, my God. Ugh. Gross. Gross. <laughs> that makes me think of the time uh, one of the managers, who who is older, does not understand a lot of social cues for the younger youngins. Um, mm-hmm. he's a very sweet man he's trying his best to be very encouraging um and i over over the radio like we're doing really well in one of our metrics or something and he goes that a girl you're killing it you're making daddy proud oh no he <laughs> no 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 he didn't he tell me your lies say psych right understand. now <laughs> say psych right now he did not i won't say psych everybody just looked at each other and we all just sat down because we were laughing so hard (laughs) (laughs) and i had to sit down with him and one of the younger managers and be like hey buddy don't say that anymore (laughs) (laughs) and he was like why is that why are these kids so fucking weird (laughs) and we have daddy issues God, see, that's just an honest mistake. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I have a time. I have a time. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's something at work. Jesus Christ. Woo. Okay, great. Thanks All for right. listening and being my therapy, everyone. Th- thank You're you so for kind. that long story. It was, it was that long form story that was very good. <sighs> it was awful. That's, Thanks. That's okay, because the, the stories we have are a little bit short. Um, yeah, that worked out. Okay. Um... But you want to know <laughs> what also makes you daddy's girl? <laughs> yeah! You want to know what else makes me daddy's little girl? <laughs> Ew, I feel so gross saying that. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, spooky stories. I'm so upset with myself. That took a whole ass turn. <laughs> oh, my eyes. I'm gross. Ugh. Oh, Christ. Uh, all right. Um. Anyways. Okay, yeah. Tell me. <clears throat> tell me the thing. Or, um, wait, what do we do here? I don't know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> let me think about what we do here. Because um, we haven't recorded. Because last week was my birthday. Why is my yeah. going off? And this, this week is my birthday. <gasps> <sighs> Wild. Fuck. Do you remember? It's in the twenties. It is. You're correct. Twenty first. It is. It is the twenty first. It's it's my um same as my brother's birthday, but in January. Oh, weird. That's why. I, that's how I remember it. Um, I did order your presents. They're gonna be late. That's and fine. I gotta gotta commission one. These are also late. What on the internet? What? Where is? Oh, you oh, you got me a present? Yeah. Where is it? It's on the way. It's not there Kay. yet. Yeah. All right. It's a little late because I didn't order it before your trip, and I was like, "Ah, fuck! It'll arrive when she's not there if I'm not careful." So, okay, yeah, great. All right, uh, what do we do here? I Patreon. Don't know. 
Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> that thing. I don't know. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. I'm reliving is... recent trauma. I don't know. Uh, all right. So if you want to keep, um, I guess, living trauma with us, yeah. please be sure to... <laughs> please be sure to head on over to patreon and patreon.com slash her slash haunt her i barely know her don't slash her slash haunt her Whoa. i barely know her we have two, <laughs> two two tiers medium and investigator tier the investigator tier is just standard five dollar tier where you get a shout out and i can't and i can't remember i think just access to our notes and then this yeah. is the seven dollar medium tier you have access to bonus episodes where we are working on additional weird stories um s- Bully Katie episodes and yes. then bullying, bullying, kind of bullying Zoe episodes. My lame attempt to bully Zoe. Semi bullying. Although I think it's just going to be me bullying you because I like scary Still. games too. But it's right. fine. And it's going to be fun having to play them. It's fine. It's fine. So, anyways, um, Hazard Tales. Uh, booty ass. Fuck. I didn't think about it really hard, and those noises came out as I was thinking. <laughs> booty ass. You go first. Ooh, nice. Great. That means I can focus for a minute. All right, tell me, Zoe Nohen, what your topic is today. I will. So, aliens. It's aliens. Right, Kish, we're doing aliens. Kish didn't know. It's aliens. Right. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, uh, so like U.S. soldiers in the Korean War were attacked by a UFO. Soldiers were. Soldiers. U.S. soldiers. Attacked. Yes. Tell me. Let me tell you everything. So, in May of 1951... <laughs> So this Great. month, but in 51. Uh, the U.S. was, of course, a year into the Korean War. So our story begins with Private First Class Francis P. Wall and his regiment. Uh, they were stationed near a city that I'm going to butcher, and I'm so sorry. Um, Chorwon, a city about 60 miles north of Seoul. Seoul. Seoul? Is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. Anyway. S-O-E-L? Uh, S-E-O-U-L, actually. S-E-O-U-L. Seoul. I think. So close. Yeah. It's forgive us. We're not great at this. Go I'm ahead. not good at other languages. I'm not even that good at English. Let's be real. <laughs> Oops. So they're doing what soldiers do, right? You know, uh, they're preparing to bombard a nearby village with artillery because you know, soldiers in the Korean War. That's what we did. Right. Not well. Uh, suddenly, <laughs> all the men see this like strange sight up the hills. They described it as a jack o' lantern coming down the mountain so it was like very orange bright and it looked like it had some bright spots on it like where you would see the candle through the sides of the pumpkin okay so it's kind of weird that's That's, weird yeah you don't want to see that coming down the mountain that seems like it's a bad sign so as the men are watching they see this light make its way down to the village just as the shells were starting to hit the village so they'd already like shot off their artillery. The artillery was about to make contact with the village. And that's when this object, this jack-o'-lantern lantern dealio gets to the village. Weird timing. So, quote, Wall, the gentleman that we're taking this from. Wall says, right. we're further, we further noticed that this object would get right into the center of the airburst of artillery and remain unharmed. So that's weird. What, what the fuck? Yeah, it's getting hit with artillery shells and not doing anything. That seems bad. That's not good because no. you have nothing to fight against it. Yeah, it's really danger. That feels very uncomfortable, <laughs> that, a little not good. It's <laughs> really danger. It's really danger. I don't that's like it. That's really, quote it, put it on a shirt. That's really danger. Oh, okay. absolutely. That's going to be my okay. new thing from now on. That's really danger. So let me let me know if anybody wants a sticker. I'll make it. Pack I it. One pers- just, I just need one person to say <laughs> I need it. Grip it, rip it, and sip it. Let's go. That's not our phrase. No, it's so not. We can't, unfortunately. So we can't do that. No. 
That's I'm okay. sorry. That's <laughs> fine. It's that's also really danger of yeah. getting sued. That's all. Um, okay. Wall also stated that these objects could maneuver through sharp turns. Turns, if I could speak sharp turns, and seemed to have navigational capabilities greater than anything he'd ever heard of existing. So it was able to turn on a dime, basically. Just very quick, zippy-zappy, spooky looking. We have lawnmowers that can do that now. Like, Yeah, but this was the 1950s. Oh, okay. Then yeah. <laughs> and also it's on the air, not like on the ground. Okay. So, there's that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my mind went to a zero point <laughs> lawnmower that turns. That's okay. I had a... A kid in the store the other day that was talking about like his he, his mom and dad were talking about zero turn lawnmowers and this kid was like yeah they're really fast ones because that's all he knows about zero turn is they're very fast they're fucking fast my dad yeah. bought one they're terrifying and it, and it has a fucking seatbelt on it <laughs> <laughs> you stop too quick you just yeet you just out. yeet yourself off and whoops oops Anyways, and it's also to like, so if it does flip over, the like you stay in the seat, because if you stay in the seats, the blades won't get you. That's true. Ugh. Gross. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So, suddenly, this object turns on its, on its little like dime turn very fast. It turns, changes from this orange to a pulsating blue-green, very bright. It was so bright that it was hard for them to even look at it. And Wall asked his company commander at that point for permission to open fire on the object with his armor-piercing rounds from his M1 rifle. Holy fuck. Permission was granted, and every single one of them started fucking shooting. (laughs) As the bullets hit whatever the fuck this thing was, he heard the metallic sound of the bullets hitting metal, but then he saw the bullets fall to the ground. Oh my god. So armor-piercing rounds couldn't penetrate whatever the fuck this thing was. Like, just didn't happen. So that's kind of scary, because artillery shells aren't doing anything, armor-piercing rounds aren't doing anything. That's not good. That's not great. I'd shit my pants. Yeah, yep, absolutely I would as well. Not a good time. So the object at this point started to behave erratically. It started to shake from side to side, and the lights started flashing on and off. So as they're trying to shoot it and immediately following them shooting it. And then this is the point where Wall believes he and his regiment were attacked. So he remembers this thing doing the wibbly wobbly back and forth. And then he remembers being swept up by some sort of a ray that was emitted in pulses. It was like waves that you could only see when it was aimed directly at you. He described it as a searchlight, like how when a searchlight pans, you could only see it when it was straight on at you. Right. So that's kind of, I don't like that very much. That makes me a little uncomfy because I don't know what the fuck kind of ray that would be. Ultraviolet, maybe. No, that wouldn't even make sense. Ugh, I don't know. We can't see ultraviolet, so. Yeah, that's what, that wouldn't make sense. It's probably an alien. Something. Uh, retraction ray. I don't know, but I it's was, gross. I was I was trying to make a joke and it, I, it failed. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It was great. <laughs> it was a good job. You did so good. Okay. It's fine. Thank you. Don't lie to me. <laughs> So at this point, when he gets hit with this ray, um, he remembers this burning, tingling sensation sweep from, like, the front of him through the back of him. So, like, where the light is touching, through the back of him. Starts up front, goes back. Not fun. Yes. When you said when the light touches him, I really thought you were going to say he just fucking dies. But then I realized that we wouldn't have this story if he died. Correct. We wouldn't have quotes from Wall if he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Okay. So, 
The men at this point all freak the fuck out because they all experience the same thing. So they immediately run underground into the bunkers and are like looking out the little pillbox windows as they see this craft hovering above them, um, just chilling, right? And then it hangs there for a minute, does this some more like wibbly wobbly shit, and then just zooms away at a 45 degree angle from them, just gone. Wall said it was that quick. It was there and then it was gone. Like, very speedy. Okay. Three days later, the entire company of men was evacuated by ambulance with special roads cut in to haul those that were too weak to walk. What the fuck happened? Great question. I don't know. What? They, uh... What? That, that medical records all corroborate that, though. Those, every single one of those men was taken out of there three days after that- this supposed incident. All of them that fired on this object. Yep. Yes, ma'am. So when they did receive medical treatment, they were found to have dysentery because, of course, we're not used to that kind of climate and they weren't taking care of themselves the way they needed to. And each and every single one of them had an extremely high white blood cell count. So like higher than you would have if you had dysentery. So like it was notable because, yes, they were sick, but it was too high considering how sick they were. Right. So, uh, Richard F. Haynes, who's a UFO researcher and former NASA scientist, said that each of these men had symptoms that sounded like the effects of radiation poisoning. I mean, that tends to be the trend with UFOs that come around as you get radiation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, So that's the entirety of the incident. Now we're going to talk about some different possibilities for maybe what it was or what caused it or, you know, theories. Okay. So as the war ended in 1953, you know, that was two years previous, there had been reports the entire Korean War from dozens of men who saw unidentified flying objects over the course of the 37-month conflict. So it was normal for people to say, okay, there's something in the sky. We don't know what it is. That's what bad. What the fuck? Yeah, that's kind of, that's bad in my brain. I don't like that. So according to unofficial reports, as many as 42 stories were corroborated by additional witness reports. Yes. This story or 42 other stories? This story and 41 others. Okay, okay. So it was super common to see UFOs during the Korean War. There's actually several books that have been written just on the weird shit people saw during the Korean War. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, very strange. So theory one is it, it started almost immediately after this sighting was reported for the first time. Researchers believed that what they saw in the sky had to have been some sort of like Soviet research and experiment based on German technology into and like their technology and research into anti-gravity. So it had to be some sort of Soviet something, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense with the hovering of the thing, you know? Um, right. But Korean War historian Paul Edwards says, quote, these were supposedly so large that that they could carry 50 tons of weight and were powered by electromagnetic propulsion. What was being cited, it was suggested, were the disks of the Russians were testing over the Korean skies. So that was the theory that it was something huge, fucking gigantic, that was able to do this because 50 tons is a lot of weight. Right. Because like. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe I got lost. I wasn't paying attention to the mucus in my brain. You're great. I thought these were like little objects, and now all of a sudden it's something so big that it can carry 50 tons. Right. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, because it wasn't described how big the, uh, the object was necessarily, but I think that it would have been described more as like a huge thing instead of just like an object. 
if it was indeed big enough to carry 50 tons. So right, cause it's I not would really describe, consistent in my brain. Right. I would describe a milk carton as an object. I would not describe something as big as a skyscraper an object. Correct. Yeah. I would say that's fucking big building. This big boy. But. Yeah. But. But. Can um, magnetic propulsion hold that much weight maybe? And we just don't know that. Possibly. Don't know. No idea. Don't know. No idea. Okay. So. Unfortunately, this theory is pretty quickly disproved. Uh, with the fall of the USSR, a number of Sov- old Soviet reports were found citing the same thing that the U.S. soldiers saw. So even in their reports, it was, what the fuck is that big thing in the sky that's changing colors? Oh, so the Soviets were also seeing it. Yes. And they were also oh, like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. So obviously it wasn't them. Okay. So that's bad and kind of sketchy. Right, right. We, so this is... Like, this particular part of apparently Korean War history is, like, so well-known, it was so well-known at the time, that Project Blue Book looked into the incidents. Like, it it was, like, tangible enough for Blue Book to be like, yeah, we're gonna see what's going on here. So, of course, it was ruled that nothing happened, as with Blue Book. Oh, my God. Typically. Uh, Many researchers, investigators decided that that was bullshit and looked into it on their own, as you do. Uh, the gentleman I mentioned earlier, Dr. Haynes, or Mr. Haynes, I don't believe he has a doctorate, um, has been looking at the sightings and, and the information provided less as a, I'm going to prove aliens are real, but more of a, I'm going to prove it was something that wasn't aliens. Because he thinks that that's a better way to look at the scientific method is not to say, I'm going to prove it's this thing, but I'm going to see what it actually is. Okay. So I can get behind that. That makes sense. But even he, who does not believe in aliens, and he thinks it's all just bullshit that we make up to make ourselves feel better, he even says, it's really interesting while collecting this information, how striking that there are so many accounts that are so similar. Right. So, even even the non-believers, like, you, maybe. Right, you can't have that many isolated incidents saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So then... Another theory uh, starts with, uh, in the early years of the Cold War, it was theorized that sightings were caused by Soviet technology, which was just unknown to America. Of course, once again, this theory has been completely crushed since, because, first off, they would have used those crafts in later wars after the Cold War, which was like the Vietnam War. They would have used anti-gravity crafts if they had them, or even now, they would be using those in other places not you know but they don't have them so they're not using them correct whoops (laughs) so all the sightings were described as really like high tech um like in wall's case where he described the bullets were just hitting something but ricocheting off and not doing any damage that still to this day is impossible and i'm pretty sure if the russians had that ability they would definitely be using it um, and then, of course, our fellow Haynes actually believes that me- so many of the sightings took place during the Korean War due to the mindset of creativity that war brings. So you have to innovate and you have to engineer to be able to get through war over top of other people, That's especially true. if you're meeting each other with the same firepower. You have to sneakily figure out okay and strategize and use your brain and innovate and create so he thinks that of course they would see something that was ordinary but would assume that it is just so crazy something that we've never seen before so that basically he's just saying well of course it was all in their head so no yeah no yeah so here's why i have a poopy fact instead of a fun fact i think it's a poopy fact tell me the poopy fact 
Almost 80% of UFO sightings are later found to be totally ordinary phenomena and are completely disproved. Ordinary phenomena what? I mean, you can't shoot bullet Like, yeah. a group of men can't be shooting bullets at an object. Absolutely. No, I'm not saying this particular incident is, but 80% of overall UFO sightings actually are explained as something else. Well, I mean, yeah, weather balloons. Yeah. Like- yeah. Or a reflection off of an actual airplane behind a cloud. Or... Like, there's the- actual people who, like, get to disprove because their first thought is not, okay, let's scientifically rule out every other option. It's just, I don't know what that is. It's an alien. Right. So. There's a shadow of a rock yeah. in Antarctica that everyone an thinks is an alien spacecraft. And it's like, please stop. That is a rock. But no, it's a rock. It's, it's not such- just a boulder. It's a rock. It's a rock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so glad. Huh. So. I thought that was poopy, but here we are. Okay. It was in the article, so I thought I needed to mention it. Fair enough. So without the testimony of all the other men in Wall's regimen, because it was just Wall that made any statement or talked about anything that happened, all the rest of them have stayed quiet throughout the years. So it's difficult to say that they had the same experience with the craft just because those other men haven't spoken up. Now, that being said, it is, of course, a corroborated fact that many, if not all of them, did get sick immediately following when the incident took place. So three days later was a legitimate thing that actually happened. Right. And then in the years after the war, Wall lost contact with most of the men in that regimen. Uh, They had all agreed that they wouldn't file an actual report because they thought they would all get locked up for being crazy, which it was the 1950s. That's probable what would have happened. Yeah, actually, you'd be like, yeah. haha, mental health, straight to jail. Yeah, so, I mean, a, a dishonorable discharge, like, they couldn't do that to their families. Like, it makes total sense why they didn't. I get it. Right. So, Wall finally spoke up after years of silence just due to his long-lasting effects of illness after this incident. So, he has never been the same since this took place. Aww. He went from a solid 180 pounds to 130 he cannot gain weight. It is permanent weight loss. Like, he's lost muscle mass. It, it just, he can't. Whoa. Yeah, that's terrifying that, to me. That's not good. No, he, he has stomach issues, which keep him at the size that he is. He has periods of disorientation and memory loss that have continued throughout the rest of his life. Mm. Um, he actually retired from the military in 1969. So very soon after this took place, because this was in 51 and he retired in 69. Like that's not a very long time. That's not a long no. military career either. Um, he retired at the age of 42. I guess very young. Yeah, I know. And his uh, daughter is the one that's talking about his life at this point. She basically said he spent the next 30 years of his life out of work and struggling to deal with what had happened. So... Yeah, because when it's, like, physically affecting you, you're, like, sick as a dog, shit. That's very bad. Um, So his daughter actually believes that for the rest of his life he suffered PTSD, which makes sense even for just a soldier who's experienced stuff like that. Like, totally totally a normal thing to have. Um, But he, throughout his life, shared the story of the UFO with his family and with his friends, and the story never changed. That was one thing that he never, like, it It was like it was burned into his brain. It was exactly the same. No detail changed. Nothing changed. It was it's the same story. Damn. Um, he did happen to have panic and, like, concern and flashbacks uh, whenever he heard the sounds of airplanes. 
And there was one memorable incident that his daughter could remember where he actually knocked his mother and his sister to the ground after mistaking them for either enemy troops or for the air, the UFO. Um, either one. But like it, like in a panic act, like hit them and knocked them over. Yes. And I like I'm protecting you from this thing because it's oh. back. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Which not. Damn. Yeah. Not, not a good time. Um, and actually, since this incident and just since the, that time, um, people have started to look into the link between war and long-lasting personality changes. Because for the longest time, like especially World War II and back, it was, oh, yeah, he was just a happy-go-lucky kid and he came back completely different. Which You wonder the fuck why. Right, Hello? exactly. So this, is, this was the point, like this uh, 50s on, is when we started actually looking at, okay – you guys are going through some shit. What is happening? How can we help? Um, and unfortunately today, still, it's not helped. People aren't helped the way that they need to be uh, because no. a majority of our homeless are veterans and no one likes to talk about that. And I don't appreciate it. Um, but those those sorts of things need to be talked about regardless of who they, who you are, what you've been through. Like, donate to some charities, man. Help Help some people. Like, if you see your homeless people, take care of them. That's also, an aside. If, if you really want to read a good book about trauma and PTSD, find the book uh, called The Body Keeps the Score. Yep. I can't, I can't remember what the author is. I think he's a Dutch fellow. Um, really fucking good. Like, literally explains how PTSD works all the way down to your brain. And he also talks about the treatment because he was like one of the first people who pioneered treatment for PTSD. And he talks. Very good all about it like literally start to finish and it's a like i've read like i think half of it by now and it's really Beautiful. fucking good so yeah that's a good book if you if you need a resource to learn more about that there you go the body keeps the score absolutely beautiful we love it here we love helping yes yeah we like helping do yeah we, we I, like I helping? think we like helping i do okay thank you do. i do <laughs> okay well damn yeah thanks thanks for um, listening yeah um that's fucked mm-hmm that's a lot. Yikes. Um, okay. Um, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just been it's just been a day. It's been like for me, this this whole thing. It's I picked a sad topic. I picked a, a sad opener. It's fine. It's all right. It's it is what I it mean, is. Sometimes these stories aren't that I mean, sometimes they're good, sometimes they suck. Yeah. This one's just a, a little sad boy. Okay. Well, a little sad boy. A little sad boy. Okay. Well, we can we can move on and talk about my other my it's not sad it's just it's kind of funny is it wackadoodle i would love some wackadoodle what the (laughs) fuck okay all right so before we move on to this wackadoodle bullshit uh this is the part of the episode where we give our give our shout outs to our newest patreon members today however we do not have any newest patreon members today however (laughs) i'm trying to breathe man my fucking I got shit in my chest. I sound like a garbage disposal. Okay. Like, just let You're me You're doing live. great. I thought this was super sweet. Oh, did I just... Okay, no, I didn't. I thought I deleted the email. Uh, Jessica Fassett is one of our Patreon mes- members, and she messaged us. She messaged us while we were recording. I got an email about it, and she's so incredibly sweet. She was like, you guys didn't post an episode, like, just checking on you, make sure okay, everything's okay. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for checking on us. I'm a loser, and I didn't post to say <gasps> we weren't doing an episode last week. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! Because it was my birthday, and I was like, "Fuck everything!" It's my birthday, so I'm sorry that I didn't post and say that there wasn't. But thank you for checking on us. We are okay, and here Whoops. we are. We're back at it again. Yeah, we're fine. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we we didn't post it. I didn't we do it either. Of, I yeah. just assumed. Yep. So thank you for checking on us. That was super sweet of you. Um, we're okay. We're just we Dumb. we're both we're just we're just both neurodivergent people in social media. It's hard for us. Ah! Is that is that the correct terminology? No, neuro neurodivergent. Yes. Okay. Our brains don't work good. No. Also, yeah. Uh, someone reached out by the name of Maureen. Oh, what a lovely name! And and she <laughs> and she asked if we could talk about haunted houses where ghosts are helpful. <gasps> I would love that. So, yeah, so we could find because like that, that reminds me of the the hotel in Canada where the the bellboy. Yeah, where he like takes care of your stuff. Yeah, if you're nice to him. Oh, I like that. So, so we could try and find helpful ghosts. Also, she made a really good point, and I will add it too. Uh, we apparently we talked about the ghost tattoo that I'm going to get at a hundred thousand listens, which is yes. probably going to happen. Okay, she said, if I'm using your pronouns correctly, forgive me if I am not. Um, she said that. I should add spooky stories. Oh my god. And I god. think that that is fucking genius. So That's yes, so I will cute. actually <laughs> I will be adding that to the ghost and it will say spooky stories. Oh, I love it. So thank you. It would 100% work and I am going to do it now. So It's really cute. Ghost tattoo will be ghost tattoos and underneath it or somewhere on the side will say spooky stories. Fuck yeah. Let's okay. Go get stabbed together. <laughs> we need uh 75,000 more listens. It's getting close. It's closer than it was. Tell all of your friends, please. I need this to happen <laughs> as soon as possible. It'll probably be like another couple of years. Shut up. It'll Maybe. be another six months if you all do your jobs. <laughs> 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 I need you to let everybody know. You're going to make me choke. Okay. That's fine. All right. Oh, so no, that's, it's not. You live alone. Don't choke. <laughs> oh, no. 911 a thing. Please don't. That's true. Like, I'm pretty sure the cat would eat me if I <laughs> died. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay, so there's that, and if you want to help us out in any other way, and you want to make sure that I get this tattoo, please be sure to head on over to Spotify, no, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and drop a rate and review on Spotify. You can now drop a rate and review, and anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. Please, God, and I want it to be five stars. They swear so much. Give me that, Jesus give me that, Christ. give me that feedback. <laughs> Just remember, it's rated E- for explicit because we swear it's rated e for everybody cool <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck anyways okay it's my turn yeah tell me it's it's, it's the garbage disposal's turn okay so i garbage disposal <laughs> <laughs> next week will be better um we'll be covering the battle of los angeles Ooh, that sounds dramatic do you see the picture there no Ooh. you know in my notes you no, creeper? no i'm in your okay. notes Ooh, pretty. So this is actually an actual picture of that night. Oh, fuck. This is a picture. We're going to come back to this, but just keep this picture in mind. You could Google it. It's the, the Battle of Los Angeles, and it's like all the spotlights. And you can see um, kind of on the left-hand side there, that's the bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge of Los Angeles. The yeah. Golden Gate Bridge is in Los Angeles, right? Sure. Yes. I assume yes. so. I don't fucking know some... California. Anyways, um... You can kind of see a bridge there. But anyways, uh, they're they're pointed at an object. This is a real picture that happened. Okay. Yes. I'm We're going to come back to this. Okay. So you can Google it. The Los Angeles Times posted a picture. You can Google it if you don't know, if you don't have access to the notes. Okay. So POV, America just had Pearl Harbor attack and everybody is so angsty. Oh, okay. That's, what a that's the awful POV. time to be alive. Right. Okay. So this was like just happened. So this is February 23rd of 1942. All right. 
So everyone's on edge. We're in World War II. This is happening. America just got dragged into it because we got bombed. And so now everyone's suspecting that California is next because Pearl Harbor just got attacked. Okay. That's fair. So February 23rd, 1942. I don't know if a lot of people knew this. I didn't know this, but a Japanese submarine was chilling in the coast of Santa Barbara. Oh, shit. Okay. And it fired the missiles, 13 to be exact, at an oil field and refinery at, at Santa Barbara. Like, that whatever. That sounds consistent with the plan for attack for Pearl Harbor. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So it was just apparently just one submarine launched the missiles and hit an oil refinery. No one died. No casualties. It just hit an oil refinery. Um, but this was the first time that the U.S. had been uh, attacked on mainland. It was the one and only time that we got attacked on the mainland in World War II. So stupid, but yeah. Right. Yep. So this this made people very, very angsty. Like, they're like, they're coming. California's next. Like, it's it's made everyone trigger happy, paranoid. It's like the naval intelligence instructed California to double the fuck down and that an invasion from Japan was in fact coming. Like, they were very certain it was coming. There was no question about it. So th- that happened on the 23rd. Two days later, on the, on the 25th at about 2 a.m., radar in the area had picked up an unidentified object 120 miles west, so like in the Pacific Ocean, of L.A. And it was coming. They didn't know what the fuck it was, but it was coming. So they ordered a shutdown of the whole city. So like complete complete blackout, like get everyone off the streets, like shut it the fuck down, and searchlights and sirens, poof, hit the sky. Okay? Okay. I mean, obviously not the sirens that hit the airs, but yeah. the, the, search, the searchlights did. They hit the airs. <laughs> Okay, so the sirens are going off. Uh, military people are they man their can- man their cannons, man their AA guns, man their stations. Everyone's ready to go. Regardless of the blackout order, thousands of LA residents jumped out of their beds and hit the streets to 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 see what was going on. They went outside. That looks. That and... sounds exactly like Americans. <laughs> <laughs> we hear gunfire. Let's go outside and look. Oh so... shit! Let's go see who's shooting. <laughs> let's uh let's play the game of. Is that a gunshot or is that fireworks on 4th of July? Ha 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 ha. It's both. Uh, it's actually both, believe it or not. So, 3 a.m., uh, something was spotted actually in the sky, visible eyes, off the coast of Santa Monica. Mm. And the AA, any any guns, AA, uh, 50 cal, uh, whatever, was per- given permission. If you see this object, shoot it. You you have full, fermi- full permission to shoot on sight. Damn. At 7.03, uh, an, a, an aircraft, I wrote in my notes an enemy aircraft, but it was just a aircraft, was spotted, and everyone just started fucking shooting. That sounds right, so that, yeah. Yep. So that picture of kind of what you saw, all the spotlights came on it, and everyone just fucking open fired at it. So you have AA rounds, 50 caliber rounds, and apparently orange tracer rounds were just fired from all over the city, going fucking nuts at this thing in the sky. Damn. No one knows what the fuck it is, but they're shooting at it, okay? That this also is, is co- American. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much so. God God bless America. So, I, I forget where this quote was from. I can't remember if it was Los Angeles. Yes, Los, Los Angeles Times quoted, powerful, powerful searchlights from countless stations stabbed the sky with brilliant probing fingers, while anti-aircraft battery batteries dotted the heavens with beautiful if sinister orange burst of shrapnel okay yeah seeing those guns like the the red tracer rounds and that they fling into the sky to stop when someone's like shooting you like um 
I don't I don't remember what they're called, but it's like when a base is getting attacked. Um, anti 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 aircraft AA maybe. maybe. Possibly. I don't know, but just, like, seeing those firsthand, like, not firsthand, I saw a video, but, like, seeing that shit is fucking terrifying. If you've never seen it, it's so loud. AA rounds are, like, a completely different They're so fucking loud. Yes. Sorry. It's okay. Thank you for your input. Thank you. (laughs) So, (laughs) this... I don't know why I'm laughing. All right, the smoke and the explosions were so thick in the air, and, like... Visibility was starting to become limited, so panic was just setting in because yeah. there's just so much shit going on. It's so loud, it's overstimulating, and it's just creating a lot of panic. So a lot of civilians and gunners were both reporting that there was, in fact, an aircraft in the sky that night, and they were shooting at it. Jesus. And so much so that there was a report of a Japanese aircraft that had crashed at Hollywood. There okay. was a lot of Yeah, there was a lot of hysteria that night, like, like, like... Um, people saw like multiple aircrafts. People saw um, par- like Japanese parachuters coming down. People were saying that there was bombshells falling, but like obviously that was like shrapnel from the AA. Yeah. So um, and then like apparently there was even a report of a, a downed Japanese aircraft that had landed near ho- the Hollywood sign. <laughs> I don't know, but all I do know is that in that one picture there was one object that they are they are honed in on. Crazy. So the gunfire went on for over an hour. Um. But then there was absolutely nothing in the sky when they were done shooting. Oh, my goodness. Over an hour, they fired off 1,400 rounds. What the fuck, Kevin? <laughs> That's a lot. And, yep. So one, one artillery man by the name of Charles Patrick wrote that he swears he saw six airplanes in the sky that night. Um, and he said that, of course, everyone wanted to get their two cents in to get back at the Japanese. So everyone was shooting at whatever they... Th- saw uh, whatever they thought that they saw in the sky that night oh my god so there was nothing that supported that there was an attack that night uh there was no down planes there were no bombs no paratroopers absolutely nothing there was nothing to support that there was something in the air that night other than the fact that they had something on radar they locked onto it and they fired and by the time they were done shooting there was absolutely fucking nothing there that's actually terrifying that's fucking crazy so the only damage that happened was shrapnel falling onto the city from the air raid, obviously. Um, windows were shattered and buildings were kind of like shredded. There was a dud that landed on the Long Beach Long Beach Golf Course. Jeez. A few homes kind of had partially been destroyed because the, the, the three-inch AA shells that landed in their homes, right? Five people died that night. What the fuck? Five, five people died that night. Uh... It's either two two from heart attacks, three from a car crash, or like three heart attacks, two car crashes. Oh my but god! But five five people died that night, <laughs> which is not funny, but it's funny. It's, it's ironic. not funny. It's yeah, we'll call it ironic. It's not funny, haha. It's funny irony. It's not funny, haha. It's funny, he he. Ho ho. <laughs> okay. Um. Unfortunately, though, because America does suck, twenty Japanese Americans were arrested. Um, apparently trying to quote-unquote signal those non-existent aircraft. This was more yeah. used as an, escape- as an escape goat for kind of like the higher-ups yep. to justify that night. It was really shitty. So yes. That's a shit fact. Yeah, the, the, the entirety a- of the American people's response to World War II is pretty fucking shitty. Yep. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, <sighs> as it is. Moving on. All right, so we had fire over a very major city. So was there, or were there not planes over the city? Was there something? Tell me. Okay. 
I tell I don't me. know. I'm, well, I mean, I'm going to tell you what people speculate. Oh, okay, fair. All right. So the Secretary of War said that w- there were 15 planes that buzzed over the city, or that it might have been a commercial plane that was hijacked by a Japanese soldier. That was the Secretary of War. I said that. Um, but this this person later then retracted that statement. That Good, because that it was pretty dumb. Right. The U.S. Secretary of the Navy, Frank Knox, he came forward and said that that night was a mistake and it was, in fact, a false alarm that everyone was trigger happy and that there was nothing in the sky that night. I, I don't think there was nothing, my guy. I think there was something, but I don't There was something. <laughs> right. Uh, so military personnel were not the only ones who made reports of seeing something over L.A. that night. The New York Times got down there and interviewed some people, and they claimed that they saw a floating object over the city that looked similar to a big balloon. Obviously, it was a balloon. I mean, that's a tried and true explanation. Right. We're, we're coming back to that in okay. just a second. So. The the Japanese military leader during World War II, I guess I guess leaders still fucking talk during war, which I mean we we've kind of learned this during uh yeah the whole Russian Ukraine thing, which I think is super odd. Uh, they just point blankly asked the Japanese and were just like, "Did you have planes over our place last night?" And they said no, like they said that they did not have an attack that night. Yeah, unfortunately, and we've they- made you so angry already. We know that our end is coming because we didn't right. annihilate you. We made a uh-huh. mistake. Yeah, you just Whoops. poked the bear. Sorry. Whoops. So they they declined that uh, they had any planes over LA last that night. So, but wouldn't you know it? All of my fucking grammaticals. Ha 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 ha. Fixed. But wouldn't you know it? In in, in 1983, the Office of Air Force History showed that that night a meteorological balloon was released. Oh, wouldn't you no. fucking know it? It's wouldn't our you fucking know poopy. it? Okay. But the balloons were released to record the weather and the wind conditions, and they believed that the color of the balloon in the spotlight might have given it its like a shiny silver color to to give it an illusion of it's a metal aircraft, right? And that yeah. caused the open firing, right? Yeah, that'll do that. <laughs> right, that mixed with the constant lights, um, the lights of the explosion and the, and the bullets whizzing through and then the smoke just added to the hysteria that there was something there when in fact actually there wasn't anything there. Well. However, we're not done. Okay. What else? What <laughs> else is there? What else? What else can you tell me? Um, UF people, UFO people are wild. Okay. UFO people are wild. So other people claim that what they saw that evening was in fact a UFO. Okay. So the photo that was posted above is a retouched photo published by the Los Angeles Times that is altered, that when altered just slightly, it looks like a, it looks like um, no, like basically no ordinary aircraft that we have. Okay. Right? It's just yeah. kind of like a blob shaped object, which we don't have blob shaped object. Like we have to have wings Correct. on our planes because yeah. that's where we're at in, a, in our point in technology. Right. So... They claim that there was something in the sky. That they, they they say that there was no way that thousands of people claim that there was something in the sky and nothing came down, right? Because even 1,400 rounds went into the son of a bitch and nothing came down. Right, But yeah. there was something on radar. All of these people saw something and nothing came down. Like, that's their claim. that That's impossible. Like, you can't say that that many people are wrong. Like, you can't say that yeah. many, like, trained militia people are wrong and, like, say that radar was wrong. Like... That doesn't make sense. So this is where things, this is where I start to say UFO people are weird because it's like, where the fuck does all this shit come from? Okay. 
Eight days later, a memo was written from the Army Chief of Staff, George C. Marshall, to President um, Roosevelt. Yes. He has an acronym, doesn't he? Uh, it depends on which Roosevelt it was. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever that one was in 1942. You should know. I should know, but I'm also worn out. So brain no work. 1942 Roosevelt. Yeah, it's Franklin. FDR. FDR, thank you. Okay, I was about to say, Teddy was much earlier than that. FDR, okay. So uh, FDR, so he gets this, so there's this memo that's written, and apparently, apparently these UFO people have gotten this hand, their hands on this memo. So it, so this memo written by the Army Chief of Staff says that it, uh, it was deemed that the aircraft or crafts, whatever it was, that night over LA, that night were, quote, in fact, not earthly, end quote, and that they were, quote, in all probability of interplanetary origin, end quote. Huh. So well, what started that memo is that FDR wrote the first memo to that chief of staff guy. And basically what it says is, is it discusses, quote, atomic secrets learned from the study of celestial devices, end quote. And that the materials that the army possesses or possessed could be of, quote, signif- great significance toward the development of a super weapon of war, end quote. Oh, no. A lot of um, a lot of UFO people think that it took alien technology to come up with the atomic bomb, even though we discussed in a Patreon episode that it came from one guy. Yep. Right. So. Yeah. Interesting. So those two memos went back and forth, and and it, it a, a lot of um, UFO people question where this where this document came from, but they're just kind of like, eh, it's 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 it adds to the cause, so it's got to be right, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a little st- skeptical because one of them was like a double top secret memo, and I'm like, I don't think that that's a I don't know if that's a classification. That's really weird. Um, uh. I don't know either. That's I thought that was really interesting, but two years later. On pretty much almost the anniversary of the Battle of Los Angeles, FDR writes another memo stating, quote, non-terrestrial know-how and atomic energy must be used in perfecting super weapons of war to affect the complete defeat of Germany and Japan, end quote. And to, quote, take every advantage of such wonders that have come to us, end quote. And later stating, quote, the reality that our planet is not the only one harboring intelligent life in the universe, end quote. Okay, I get where they're coming from with their worry and thinking that, of course, we would have to have some external person, but I don't know. I don't I don't know how I feel about it because, like, yeah. we have vastly accelerated within, like, the last 30 years, if you really think about it, our technology has come such a long fucking way in such a short period of time. But that's also Moore's law mm-hmm. of like the transistors that we're able to put on a chip is the reason why we've been able to do this. But also UFO people were like, no, it's because we have our hands on technology. That yeah. also, yeah, right. So I mean, like what if Oppenheimer was just studying what alien tech that they found that was shot down that nobody knows about? But exactly. That, that feels like a little stretchy because in a city like Los Angeles, you would notice if something fucking went down. You would notice. So California actually gets a lot of UFO activity. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I, I my mom had like the history channel, that guy with like It's aliens. Aliens. That guy. Yeah, that guy, he she had one of those shows on, and apparently they think that there's a um there's two things. One that there's like an underground alien um hub yeah 
in some tunnels that are nearby or like outside of California or that there's an underwater spot out like in in the Pacific that aliens Possible? come out in and out of like go into the ocean. Possible? So, I don't know. Those are a couple of theories that I heard. Crazy. Fucking weird. So anyways, these memos are widely debated, so take them with a grain of salt. That's just what I found. Um Roosevelt supposedly established a board to keep the UFO frenzy under wrap and the classification of UFOs at the, uh, were at the same level as the atomic bomb. Like, that's how seriously oh, wow. they apparently took it. Yep. So, some fun facts. You want to learn something cool yeah, that I found? Yeah, give me. Okay. All right, cool. So, more interesting involvement of UFOs in world wars, in, in the world wars, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Yeah. before he became president, he was a commander of the Allied forces in Europe in World War II. Huh. Isn't that, isn't that weird? I don't know that. wild. Yeah. So December 13th of 1944, so this was the almost well, a little over three years later, he writes a press release about UFOs interaction with Allied aircraft. They're called Foo Fighters. Nuh-uh. Yes, they were called Foo Fighters. These Foo Fighters was the name given to these balls of light seen by the pilots of the air, of the of um aircraft pilots. Google it. Oh my goodness. Am I right? God, can I didn't double check that source? <laughs> I don't know. I just looked at where did the Foo Fighters get their name? Yeah, okay. you're right. Ah. Yep. Allied aircraft pilots for UFOs and other aerial yep. phenomenon. Yep. Wow. So the lights, it was reported that the lights would get close enough to the planes that it would cause the engines to malfunction and, like, even stall out and cause, like, other instrumental issues with the aircraft. Jesus. And the U.S. were not the only ones to acknowledge this, acknowledge these bright lights that they saw. It was also U.K. pilots were also reporting Damn. seeing shit. Yep. Crazy. So All sorts know, that's of shit. The battle, that's the Battle of Los Angeles. Huh. The more you huh. know. You'll learn something today. Today I learned something. Yep. You learned two things today. Yeah? You learned where the, the Foo Fighters come from, and you learned that the new chick that you work with has a praise kink, probably. I'm not going to test <laughs> it. I'll try and get one of the guys that I work with to test it for me. <laughs> Poor fellas. They won't even know what to do. It's going to be great. They can figure it. They can figure it out and come back to us. Ugh. Crazy. <laughs> so that's that's what I learned. Um, I could have gone without learning one of those things. The, Uf- the Foo Fighter one? No, I needed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Discovery Australia put out a YouTube video, seven minute long YouTube video linked in my notes about the Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. Pretty good. That's where I got most of that information. That's fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. Uh, Very good. Okay, good. Great. We love it here. Thanks for all the things. You're welcome. Thanks for dealing with my voice. That sounds like a garbage disposal. You're great. Don't even worry about it. Uh, and my sniffles. Sniffle wiffles. It's all right. It's fine. It's okay. It's good. All right. Great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go now. Sounds good because I would like to go yeah. to sleep. Right. It's nice talking to you. Um, hey, you too. I missed your face. <gasps> I miss yours too. Yeah, you're and a whole year the- older. Wow. I'm 28. Yep. You're, you're about old. to be 30. Shut up. Don't talk about it. Dirty 30. No. Yeah, baby. You do wanna. I do not. Yeah. I will, but I don't wanna. Yeah. It's all, all right. fine. It's fine. You're fine. 30 is a great, great year. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> all right. So, okay. um, if you wanna check us out, you wanna drop comments like Maureen, Maureen did 
I really hope I'm saying your name right. I'm so sorry. Um, be sure to head over, head on over to our, uh, our what, our webpage, our at website, website www. No, it, no, it still works. www.hauntrobbyrayleyknowher.com. We have a contact page where we you could drop some advice, uh, suggestions. Um, yeah. Do you want to? If you think you have any more good ideas with the tattoo, please, please yes, throw please. it in there. I think that's super cool. I'm, I'm so excited for that. Actually, me too. Um, yeah, and you can also check us out whenever we're there on our social media at H H I B K H podcast. Yep, I'm on Instagram, so always on Twitter. Woo! All right, I'm tired and my throat and face hurts. Awesome. Okay, time to <laughs> go home, go to sleep, and by go home, I, am I mean home. go to sleep. <laughs> I think you need to go to sleep. I Holy do. shit! I'm so tired. Yeah. Okay. All right. So until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Any of those sky people? Do you think they have praise kinks? Uh, Probably. Good sky person. (laughs)